What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This Haber Metal Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Manscaped.com, promo code HAM, 20% off. Go support. And Ease.com and EaseWellness.com. Ease.com, EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM, $20 off, over $50 purchase. Now to the pod segment. I saw our buddy Chris Peterman tweet, good news. Jimmy G completed his first four passes without an interception. So his five interceptions and five throws day, hopefully is behind him. Uh, I'm sure there might be some news coming out about this, but uh, actually it was while we were talking to Greg about how much uh, we all love Jimmy G, he was throwing five picks uh, in five passes. What did you, uh, what did you think of that story? There's a lot of debate on Twitter as to whether or not it matters. Well, my ultimate takeaway is I, I think it speaks to the power of the NFL more than what happens on the practice field. Cause I, I trust me, you're talking to someone that doesn't give a shit about practice. I, I, I literally put, borderline zero stock into practice uh, especially when it comes to starters that's the point of practice it'd be like look at my rough draft of an athletic article you probably wouldn't be able to get through like a paragraph that's the rough draft this is this isn't baseball this isn't even basketball you practice way more than you play guess what a lot of people screw up in practice I, I you can tell me any Tom Brady I don't care it doesn't you know what I care about in practice a guy getting hurt that 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 to me impacts me but you can't tell me a guy, even guys look good. I, I was at, the, the first day I went to Niner practice, guy Richie James looks like Deshaun Jackson. And then he gets in the game, first play, he drops it. I, I, don't, I don't care. Now, if Jimmy throws five picks in the game, then we got a fucking disaster. But you, you can do whatever you want in practice. You get zero reaction from me unless it's an injury. I, I, I just, honestly, guy, I, I can't, I don't even have an opinion. Like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? I don't know. He threw five picks. He's working on it. I, I was saying this on my three and out podcast. I forgot who said it, but I swear to God, I heard a coach or an offensive coordinator say this week on a podcast, on a radio interview. I, I, I can't put my finger on who it was and what quarterback he was talking about. It might have been during a press conference, but the guy said that he told his quarterback, and I, I'm positive it's a high-level quarterback, like a top 15 type guy. That they were like in a practice setting, and he's like, I kept running back the drill, 
and I'd tell him, oh, it was Nagy with Trubisky. It was Nagy with Trubisky. And he had thrown a couple picks in practice, and Nagy was like, well, we saw a look. And I said, Mitch, this is the time, like, when they're running, you know, whatever the geeky coverage is, like, two flat robber, you know. You, you, nice. you want to see if you can fit that ball in there. And do it again. Push it. I I don't care if Prince Amakamura picks you off. It's this is Saturday, August third. You know, it's okay. Like I, this is then we know when we get in the game, and you know confidently, I can't make that throw, right? That's just whether it's a dumb throw or physically I won't be able to get it there in time. This is where we learn. Well, you now, know what, five what straight I is extreme. I am not. I'm not denying that. Yeah, maybe one of it was tipped. <laughs> Um, but you know what it makes me think of listening to you talk is, and this God is where damn it, it was Nagy. I, I just I couldn't figure it out till you you inspire my mind, guy. What do you mean? You just got it just this the Haberman Middlecoff podcast got it out of me. Oh, good. I've been thinking good. I've been thinking about it for like a, a day. Like who? Oh, really? Uh, you know what it makes me think of is spring training pitchers. A guy gives up three homers. You and you don't quite know. Why did, did he give up the home runs? Because he's only throwing fastballs and he's just working on fastball location. That's all I'm going to do today. Is fa- or did he give up the home runs because he sucks? Does he give the home runs because his fastball lost velocity or because the hitter after 15 pitches realized this guy's only throwing fastballs today? And it's just about experimenting or maybe you're trying to throw a new pitch or you're trying to work on some pitch that you developed in the bullpen, whatever. So, yeah, that's what it's for. It's just everything gets watched. Like, think about anything that happens – in public, like in a professional way, not like in the way the guy on the scooter was yelling at the other guy in New York the other day on the crosswalk. That was pretty funny. It was so good. Do you see John Libby popping Len's old producer tweeted like, I don't really believe anything on the internet. Everything's staged, but this is still pretty funny. I'm like, well, I'm going to give this the benefit of the doubt. It did look pretty real. It looked pretty real. Because the one yeah. lady, because the one lady jumped in like, really? You know, why well, it felt to me like she was blaming the guy on the bike, right? Did you feel that way? Well, the guy on the bike looked a little overzealous, right? Uh, I Florio had a great tweet. Did you see Florio's tweet? No. He's like, is that an is that like a air shut eleven twelve helmet? Uh, I, I I think I did. Whatever the A B helmet is. Someone tweet. I think um, Warriors World like once he touches you, you got to throw the coffee. The problem is, you throw the coffee, the natural move might be at his face. You get burned. Yeah, like, you might go down. That now the, you're talking you about the short guy. Have the I, coffee kind of locked and loaded like a ball. Yeah, you just have to use it as a threat. I think it's a great threat. The problem is, if you really think you're going to throw it, he might throw a hands first. But once you put your hand like on the guy's chin strap, but, I'm but surprised my, my that thing didn't is get things to set off. Hot coffee at someone, like if it's iced coffee and you just splatter him, you're going to fight, but you're not getting sued over burns. Right. Like you, you throw the hot coffee, which. He might have just got one block away. It's still, you know, he's sipping on it because it's so hot. That might end his family's, uh, their house. They might have to move out because that guy with the helmet owns it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But anyway, so, you know, like most things that happen in public professionally have been practiced behind the scenes. Think about all the times a basketball team runs a play in practice. It works in the game. You don't see all the times a guy failed to run it. Um, That, see, like it's stuff like that. It's like we make fun of quarterbacks for not having confidence. Glennon getting yelled at in practice. Peterman getting yelled at in practice. But that's where I would say it's always a little dicey having the cameras have it hard knocks around, right? It's just some of this stuff is supposed to happen just without – you're supposed to be allowed to fail without it becoming a thing. Um, and, uh, you know, that's not the way the NFL works. I also think, though, Guy is – 
just back to the other two sports. Like, there is no practice to talk about in baseball. Basketball, probably the most intensely covered sport beside football, there's also no practice. Literally, practice does not exist. And then, unlike the NFL, it's easy to justify games don't really matter that much, right? In December or January. Where in football, you really only have the 16 games plus a little preseason action for starters to go off of. So you do, like, they're emphasizing practice, not for, to me, for some fluff story, like, Bronny, yesterday someone shot me a text. And it was like, is this where we're at now? And it was ESPN tweeted out, Bronny shoots, he's on the bench, shoots a three from the bench, hits it, and yells, Steph. Yeah. I'm like, let the mother, let the fucking kid live. Leave him alone. But th- that is the NBA. And I, again, you might call me a crazy ass. I, I think this, I feel, one, I feel bad for Bronny. Like, he can't. He, like, can't even function as a kid without that stupid shit. And two, like, the NBA, you better be careful because you jumped the shark last year on this shit, and it's driving the casual fan who texts me all the time, like, this is bothering me. Stop doing this, which is stupid shit. Now, back to Jimmy, though. Like, he's a franchise quarterback. But that's what I'm saying. Like, this is, to me, if you want to criticize, like, during training camp, this back to the, my NBA analogy, like LeBron and Anthony Davis are having some trouble. It's like, okay, that's a bass. Like, this is a football thing, right? This isn't about yeah, yeah. Jimmy dating a porn star. Well, or- it's not just a football thing. It's also a friend. It's not, to me, like breaking down every Nathan Peterman mistake in practice is detrimental to Nathan Peterman. But no one's asking Nathan Peterman to be a franchise quarterback. Like, this guy's the franchise quarterback. Yeah. Um, so I got no issue with everyone talking about five interceptions in practice. Yeah, now, I, 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 think it, I, I think it's fair for any team in the league when it's your starting quarterback, those five straight picks. I, I'm not disputing that it's not a topic. People are like, why is this even coming out? Well, he five straight picks is five straight picks. Now, like you, you said... Five straight touchdowns, that would be a story. Uh, probably. I mean, it's, then people go, it's practice. I think five straight picks no, is no, a bigger No, but story. I'm saying if he threw five straight touchdowns, every reporter who was there would tweet it out. And so it would be a thing that got reported, just like this was yeah, a thing that got that, reported. that's fair. It wouldn't be as big. I'm not saying it'd be as big. I'm just saying if he threw five straight touchdowns, we'd be like, oh, it's Jimmy got it going on. Getting the relationship going with Debo. But, well, actually, but I think uh, the my ultimate point is practice player. one reason that football, one, it's just such a big deal and we can't get enough of like these type, I, I'd argue, borderline stupid stories, even though I'm kind of entertained by it because we're talking about it. But because they don't play, like there's just no game, like Jimmy's, We'll see. May play a series in the preseason game. So we have to talk about his practice. That's the only time he plays. That's where I hate, where it drives me nuts. Like, why are we even talking about it? This, stop talking about this, John. I get this a lot. Like, okay, especially when I write an article in The Athletic. You want me to just say nothing matters? Let's just react to the after the first preseason game and just my article will be nothing matters. Good day. I mean, it's, is that what you want? Because that's not what we want. But there's well, and also it matters to coaches. Stuff stuff matters to coaches. So, like they're going to take the film. Are they just going to not watch the film from practice that day? I, I, listen, guy. The, the best thing that's ever happened in my life twice are enormous professional. I, I mean, failures. I guess one. I'm, a second one I wouldn't put as a failure. I just put as a as an opportunity. But the the chip thing was recalibrating. Yeah. I mean, I've I've been fired twice and it was the best thing that's ever happened in my life. It set me a new pass twice where on, that's a more of a macro level, but on a micro level, when you screw up, when you do something wrong, 
I've screwed up just little things like with Twitter, I, I've gotten less aggressive. And it was because someone told me like, bro, you it's just don't even waste your time with that. Not saying I, I still don't dabble every once in a while, but just I'm just trying to relate it into my own life, which doesn't parallel Jimmy Garoppolo on the field. But my point is like you can learn if, if you're you want to learn from your mistakes before you get to the big stage of whatever you're doing, right? I mean, it's right. That's the that's the point. As our main man Alan Iverson once said, "We're talking about practice." And his whole point, like he literally wasn't there. I think, <laughs> you know, he was like, I think he was literally at the club or had got home late. Remember, it was that he did not show up. Not that he wasn't practicing harder. Not that he went zero for seven in practice. Yeah, he did not attend. <laughs> he did not attend. That's not the problem here. But I think his overall point does resonate with anyone in athletics, especially in football. That like, can you can you get the job? Because what do coaches always say? You're going to be doing college games where a lot of freshmen for some of these teams are definitely, especially now with the rule, right? Because you can, isn't the new rule, you can play as much as you want in four games, but you can't. You can, go, you can appear in four games. Is there, is there a, a snap limit? No. So a lot of these coaches, especially a team like Herm Edwards, who they've had a good recruiting class. He's going to dabble week, with week some Week two, guys. John. Week two. Sac State ASU. So Sac State ASU, Haberman on the call. You're going to see some very young players on that team playing. And there's a chance that in that game, a couple freshmen that have been great in practice are going to, relative to what he expects, are going to shit the bed. And they will, they'll they'll redshirt that year. Does that mean they won't be NFL players one day or potential first round? By no means. But the jump from practice to the game is massive, even for quarterbacks. We saw last year... I think just how hard we thought that Jimmy those last five games, I don't think me and you did necessarily. We knew it was going to be harder. I think the casual fan just expected fucking dominance from Jimmy. And you saw right away in that Minnesota game, you're like, oh, this is harder than you think. Like, this is, they're throwing the kitchen sink at you. <laughs> like, they're trying to kill Jimmy. <laughs> they, they want, and they've studied every snap he's ever had. Because you know what the offseason is for defensive coordinators? It's a lot of time. And they spend a lot of time, especially with their early opponents, where, like Todd Bowles, I would imagine this offseason they watched literally every snap, because it's probably also easy, because he hasn't had that many, Jimmy Garoppolo's ever had. Definitely his, there's no doubt in my mind that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers broke down every snap he's ever had under Kyle Shanahan, for sure. Right? Because it's not that difficult. There's five games, and there's two and a half. They have all offseason. I would imagine, Guy... I know we did this in Philly. During the off season, we would rep our divisional opponents just a period in practice, and then you'd also do the first game of the season. Just, just again, just like a, a five minute period in practice in late April, early May, whatever. Here's a look that we're going to see Tampa Bay, and Tampa's doing the same thing for Niners. Just to kind of get it in your mind with the ones. I don't know if you waste your time with the threes doing that, but yeah, you do it yeah. with the ones. And, um, and like the backup, for example, the backup quarterback in Tampa who's repping the one's offense, I would imagine Todd Bowles has that guy scramble a little bit. Just get used to him well, running outside the pocket. Somebody who would not to mention this for the second time in as many podcasts, but um, somebody who went to a Washington practice the other day told me that because I was asking them about the depth chart and they said, well, it's hard to get one because it like a lot of times it's not it's it'll be like 
the number one defensive line with the number two linebackers and the number three secondary out there. Why, why does he do that? I don't know. I, it's the first I'd heard of it. I, I'm not saying they don't ever run just ones versus ones, but I think sometimes they just mix it up. Maybe I had never heard of it. I'm sure people do it. My initial thought was like, God, think about all the time you spend planning on just having the ones and then three guys get hurt, and it's not the ones. It's the ones and a two and two threes. But I, 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 here's where I think it gets difficult in college because he doesn't have, have so any preseason time. games, and he's yeah. implementing a lot of new players. I think if you sat down in a room and he wasn't speaking to you like you were going to call his game, he wouldn't want you to know like inside information. If you were just his friend and he or a fellow coach on his staff, they, they don't maybe know. We're in the NFL. But no, they might not. Yeah, in the NFL, right. I don't think you know either – but you kind of get a better deal in the games. And it's also kind of your hands forced a little bit by draft picks and money. It's a little different. Like, you know this. In college, just because you're a five-star guy, once you get there, a coach like Nick Saban or Chris Peterson, you mean that, that means nothing the moment practice starts, right? He just sees every player for themselves. Probably minus, like, the walk-ons. You have to earn a spot. Yeah. I'd say the NFL is mostly like that. It's a you, you don't usually start the your first round pick with the threes unless you're Vic Fangio. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park